0: Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Hello, hello. Um, I am here today with Steffi Edwin. Steffi is a certified sleep consultant and graduate of the Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. She's the owner and founder of Jolie Sleep Consulting. She's a mom of two and lives in New York. Welcome, Steffi. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Jane. It's such an honor to be here. Thank um, and doing this interview in your podcast. I'm so excited. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, So I wanted to bring you on today to talk about growing your business in the pandemic. When I think about who, you know, who I should speak to on this topic, there's nobody uh, better than you for this topic. So, you know, we're coming up on two years on this pandemic. I think when the world shut down in March of 2020, we sort of all thought that, it was going to be what we were going to be home for a couple of weeks and then life would get back to normal. Uh, Obviously, obviously, that's not how it went down. So can you share a little bit about what you were doing professionally before the pandemic? And yeah, let's start there.
1: Yeah, of course. So before the pandemic, I worked full time as a nanny in Manhattan, caring for two precious little ones, Addie and Benny, um, that I loved so much. And Uh, Just before the pandemic really hit, like we were talking so, so much about what COVID was going to look like, how we would navigate it. If we needed to stay home for just a few days, um, they would go to the Hamptons. I would stay home for a little bit um, or I could move to the Hamptons with them. Um, And, you know, like we were just hoping this thing would be like only two to three weeks two to three weeks, but obviously it wasn't.
0: <laughs> right. And, and how long were you home for when, when like the world shut down? And I remember in the beginning that like everybody, nobody went to work, whether you were a nanny, whether you worked in a restaurant, like everything shut down. Yes. Um, how long were you home for before, like you decided that you didn't want to go back or didn't feel comfortable going back? What was that time frame?
1: It was about three weeks to a month in, um, right around April 15th, uh, because everything shut down right around ma- March 15th. Um, and my husband had newly transitioned to working full time at home. My kids were doing virtual learning, and my husband has a very demanding job, and there's no way that he would be able to navigate online learning and work at the same time. And um, we just looked at each other and we're like, oh, yeah, like you really cannot go back to work in person. Like it's really not going to work out. And the family that I work for, they were like, either you move to the Hamptons with us for a little bit and only go home on the weekends or every other weekend. And that was not an option for me. So um, I have two younger kids of my own and my husband, my family to care for. So um, when I was presented with that option and knowing that I needed to take care of my home and my children, do virtual learning,
0: the decision was easy for me to just stay home and figure
1: something else out.
0: Right. And what did what did it look like? I'm trying to remember, did you sign up to take my course right around then? I think it was April, right? So you decided to get certified to become a sleep consultant. Remind me, I know we talked about this, but now I just cannot remember. There's a connection here, right? Was it your family that you worked for knew me somehow? Was that what it was?
1: Yes, it was. So when I discussed with the family that I worked for um, before that I would not be coming back and we were just talking about like what the future was going to look like um, for me and uh, my employer, she was like, why don't you just become a sleep consultant. And I was like, a sleep consultant?
0: <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well,
1: you've helped Addie, you've helped Ben. And you. Like, she was just naming people, other people that I helped, like, you know, with naps especially. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And she's like, I saw a Facebook post um, from this lady that I know, um, Jane, on, um, it was the Upper East Side's mom group. Um, about a sleep certification program, how about you reach out and just ask questions, like, you know, like just find out a little more about it, learn a little more about it. And they did.
0: And the call that we had like was it for me. (laughs) I I remember. I remember. I I knew that you were really excited about it. And and I think the timing, you know, we'll get to this later in our interview, but I think, you know, there are silver linings in everything. And the timing was really, I think, perfect for you. uh, Because because you needed a shift, what what working as a nanny in the pandemic was not going to work for you.
1: Not at all, not at all.
0: So how did you get your, your brain, your mind to a place where you could juggle just like the mental gymnastics that are like being home during a pandemic with two kids, right? In the beginning, we were all scared, like, no one wanted to go to a grocery store. No one wanted, right? It was really bad in the beginning. So dealing with that and then dealing with your kids being home, doing I'm sure Zoom school or Google Meet school or whatever it was, right? And then, and then trying to navigate starting a new business. How did you get your mind to a place where you could handle all of that?
1: Uh, it took a lot. It took a lot of self-control and self-will to be able to navigate all of it. Um, I think like initially when I decided to become certified, I just thought that this would be a side gig and just, um, you know, like a way to make some additional income uh, because my husband was able to hold it down with his job. So it really was not, um, I was not really looking to like replace my nanny income, but just have something to do. Like whilst my kids were doing virtual learning um, and my husband was working. So it, it just, I guess it was just a lot of like self will and wanting to have something for me um, while all of this was going on.
0: Yeah, I really identify with that have like, I really felt myself during the beginning of the pandemic, that I needed something for me, because I was doing everything to keep my kids happy and healthy and thriving in a situation that felt really hard to thrive in. And uh, like, I personally felt really defeated or depleted is probably a better word, not defeated. I felt depleted and my business actually really started to take off during the pandemic. And that was sort of my saving grace because I needed, I needed something like an outlet, right? And I would imagine that that was similar for you as well.
1: It was. It was. Yeah.
0: So talk to me about what your actual day looked like. I think that, you know, I wanted to have this conversation because I think people often want to do something awesome like this, right? Like they want to get certified to be a sleep consultant. They want to start a side hustle or change careers. They have these big grand plans, but then life gets in the way, right? Like they don't have time. They don't, they're, they're too busy. Their plate is already full. Uh, That was the case for you too. So walk us through, if you even remember, I feel like I've, blacked out, blocked out a lot of what it looked like in those early days. But if you remember, can you walk us through what your day looked like while supporting your kids through Zoom school, getting your business off the ground? Like from like, what did that look like from morning to, to evening?
1: It was very important for me to have some form of a routine um, to keep some structure in my home. Um, so we would wake up in the morning every day. We would do breakfast together. The kids would get ready for school. Um, I had structured some little room in the house where they would do their virtual learning. And my husband was in his section because when the pandemic hit, we were, all, we were still living in the Bronx uh, in a small two-bedroom apartment. We had no room. <laughs> and we were just trying to make everything work. And once everybody was settled in for the day, I would spend time going through the course. Um, and every two hours, I would peek at them, make sure they're doing their assignments, following the, um, the what the teachers were instructing. And um, by the end of the day, after school, I would structured time for only my family, for spending time with my children, communicating with my husband. And then after bedtime, I would be back at it. And I would sit down at my computer and go through the entire course. And my husband would sometimes have to ask me, like, hey, are you going to come to bed? And I'm like, no, this is too good. I can't right now. Like, I'll be there soon. But that's how my days were initially. But now they're, they're even more structured. Um, So now I structure um, my days based on when I want to, uh, the days that I want to take discovery calls, the days that I offer um, consultations, and how I go about supporting my clients um, throughout the day, Uh, I would only look at my phone to support clients between eight and eight, but not the whole day. So um, I would Communicate first thing in the morning at eight and then again at one and then six until bedtime. And that's it so
0: that I'm able to do other things for me and work on other aspects of
1: my business as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. Once you once you really get going in this business to establish some boundaries around when you're going to work, when you're not going to work, when you're going to be staring at your phone, when you're not going to be staring at your phone. Um, I think it's hard, especially in the beginning, because we're all just trying to grow as quickly as possible. But once you I think once you have some some security, some job security, right, it starts to feel easier to to put some limits on on the work and really compartmentalize. And, you know, you're working when you're working, you're with your family when you're with your family. Uh, It's the gold standard, right? It's something that we're all working towards. I know I'm not perfect at it, but I definitely try. (laughs)
1: I know there, there, there are times that you really like get out of your boundaries or your limits to accommodate certain clients who really need your, um, your help, but it's important to
0: like have those boundaries for sure. For sure. For sure. So, so I often think about when someone is trying to start a business, whether it's sleep consulting or anything else, but especially in our field, um, a lot of people get this like idea, like, I want to be a sleep consultant, right? Like they had it's almost like shiny object syndrome. Like they just have this excitement about the idea of doing this. How do you turn an idea or something that you're excited about or enthusiastic about into a really successful business? Like you've done that. What what did that look like for you? I'm sure it was a journey, right? Like you didn't have you didn't have 10 clients a month your first month in business. Like it takes time to get there. So what does that look like to get from like the idea to the place where you actually feel like, yeah, I I really did this or I'm doing it. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's a mindset shift and really putting in the work because um, nothing good comes easy. Uh, Business is built on hard work, um, putting yourself out there, becoming vulnerable um, and not being afraid to fail really not being afraid to fail. So you go out there, you give it your best, and you just hope that, you know, like, your best was enough. Um, And usually, that's the case, it is enough, you know, but really don't be afraid to, like, take that leap of faith. um, Because you never know, like, that small leap that you took will be the, the leap that gets you, like, above and beyond or just Gets things going for you because initially, when I started, it was hard for me. Um, I didn't, like you mentioned, I did not have 10 clients a month. Um, I even struggled so much with social media where I had to hire a social media business coach who helped me tremendously with building my confidence there. And now, this is where I get most of my clients from social media. Um, so, really um, working hard, outsourcing, um, and getting people to help with the things that i'm not strong at has really helped me to be more successful.
0: Yeah, i I, I agree with you completely. I think the two sort of keys to success and you nailed both of them are like one like believing in yourself, having that right mindset that you're capable and to like seeking support when you need it, right? Because there are certain areas that we all are we have our strengths and our weaknesses. This is true for everybody. For me, I really struggle with the tech stuff. Computers scare me. I don't like I always say, I say to my husband, I say to my business strategist who I worked with months ago, I always say like wouldn't it be incredible, like how well I could do if I just knew how to use a computer right? <laughs> like like if only I understood how to use my own computer that I really could I could really be going. you know we all have something that's holding us back that's that's making it feel hard um, and and when you seek out support, whether it's just coaching or emo- mindset work, emotional support or actual like tech support, it doesn't matter, but you know we all have those hurdles that feel really high, really high to jump over. And when you when you get help for the things that feel hard, it keeps you from being stuck, right? Yes,
1: definitely, it does.
0: Yeah, so people ask me all the time, one of the questions I get asked most frequently is if it's possible to earn a full-time income doing this work. I am um, earning a full-time income doing this work. I'm so excited that you are earning a full-time <laughs> income doing this work. Um, you know, what did that look like? What, how does that feel? First of all, and how long did it take you to get to the point where you really had this steady stream of income? And it wasn't just a side hustle anymore, but like, this is a real job for you.
1: Yeah. So I'm super excited myself. Like I could pinch myself like every single time, because I cannot believe it myself, how successful um, I've been able to grow this business in less than two years. Um, Initially, when I started, it was not that way. It took a lot of me working my behind off to get to where I am today. But right around like the eight month mark is where I started to have a steady stream of clients um, after working with my social media coach. And uh, since then, it's just taken off. I've been able to build relationship with with different brands um, and also like provide coaching for their um, companies as well, which has really been amazing <laughs> this past year.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't, it's so frustrating right now that this is a podcast and nobody's going to see our faces, but like the two of us are both just sort of like blushing, shining from ear to ear. Um, you know, I think Steffi, I know you're so proud of yourself and I seriously could not be more proud of you. Um, You know, when you first signed up to take my course, you were more shy, you were timid, you were more soft-spoken, you were nervous. And now, you know, you've totally come out of your shell. You're confident, you you do your thing on social media. Um, I should mention to everybody listening, uh, Steffi's social media coach is actually a center for pediatric sleep management contributor. Uh, Stephanie, Steffi introduced her to me and I just think the world of her, her name's Allison Henderson. She's actually going to be on this podcast as well. um, And she's, she's incredible. So I'm so glad that she, she gave you the support and the guidance that you were looking for. And, and I'm a firm believer that like we're never done seeking out additional education, support, learning, all of it. So, you know, getting certified to become a sleep consultant is the first step. And then there's always more places to grow, whether that's um, our social media presence, whether that's our mindset, whether that's our, sales skills. It doesn't matter. you know. There's always room to grow. And I love that you didn't get stuck and you didn't just give up. You sought out the help that you were looking for and, and look at you now. So it took you about eight months to feel like you had a steady stream of, of income and clients
1: Yeah. So by eight months, I was matching um, what I made um, as a nanny, and I got paid really well as a nanny um, in the city. So I was matching that. And now I have like, surpassed that.
0: That (laughs) is so incredible. It makes me so happy because, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, can I replace my full time income doing this work? And, you know, your proof is in the pudding, like you did it. And, and we have others that have done it too. And, and it takes hard work and it's not the snap of a finger. Uh, it's, it's going, going, going and not giving up, but that's exactly what you did. So I'm so happy for you. Thank so you. let's talk about what's coming up in, in 2022. Do you have any big goals set for this year? Uh, anything that you're working on that you wanna share with everyone?
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited about building a team um, for my business because my workload is becoming way too heavy for me, so I'm working on adding two other sleep consultants to my business to help provide more support um, to more clients. Uh, that way, I'm able to help more families and not have to increase
0: my prices to a ridiculous number. <laughs> that's uh-huh. really great. That's really great. And th- this is the first I'm hearing of this. I'm so excited about this for you. And I can't wait to hear who you hire. Maybe we're going to have to talk offline about that. I um, <laughs> but I- I'm really excited for you. That's an awesome... That's an awesome way to grow. I I personally have always been scared to do that. I'm a little bit of a control freak, so people ask yeah. me all the time, you know, are you going to hire people to work under you? And I just I have never had the guts to do it. But I think it's a great way to grow your business, and that is incredible. That in two years you've gotten to the place where you're ready to take on, uh, you know, whether it's independent contractors or employees. That's awesome.
1: Yes, it feels really really good, and I'm also working on launching my first course, um, hopefully by the summer of 2022. So I'm really excited about that. That's fabulous.
0: Awesome. All good things. Uh, before we wrap up, I thought it would be fun to just ask you a few quickfire questions. Are you up for it?
1: Yeah, of course. Let's do okay.
0: it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Facebook or Instagram for your business? I know this. Definitely
1: Instagram.
0: <laughs> Definitely Instagram for you. What about text or Voxer for communicating with clients?
1: Boxer, Boxer makes it so much easier.
0: Yeah. I, I'm still on text because I, I just can't <laughs> get my, I agree with you. Voxer is better and easier, but I just can't make the shift. It feels like, you know, because if I have, let's say I have eight clients at any given time, if like four of them are on Voxer and four of them are on text, like the whole process of just making the shift feels overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you that like Voxer is better and I aspire to be on Voxer for communicating with clients. So Good for you, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, do you prefer coaching parents of infants or toddlers? Infants. Really, okay. Yeah,
1: infants I think... are so much easier to handle. They get it so quickly. Toddlers are the like more, um, they uh, protest a lot more yeah. than infants do.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I think infants are maybe easier, but I like the toddlers because it's such a win. You know, like when I help a parent that has a three year old that hasn't slept through the night in a year and a half and I get that three year old sleeping like there's nothing better than that. Um, Do you have a favorite mantra that you or a saying that you share with your clients to help them through the tough stuff?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I share this analogy with all of my clients about going to daycare or starting daycare with the baby. And I talk with them, I I point out what the first day is like at daycare and how the babies fuss and cry and um, it's hard for them. But then by day three or four, they're like waving at you at the door, like, bye, I'll see you later, because they've built that confidence and they feel secure in their surroundings. And it's the same for sleep training.
0: Yeah, love that. Totally agree. Uh, great analogy. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, where can everybody find you? Do you want to share your website, your Instagram, whatever, whatever you want to share?
1: Sure. So I'm most active on. Instagram. So you can follow me there at Jolie sleep, send me a message if you want to learn more about the services that I offer. Or you can visit my website, joliesleep.com and view my packages there and the breakdown of my services. And you're also able to reach out book a discovery call with me right there too.
0: Perfect. Steffi, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And uh, I just absolutely i am glowing, shining, smiling from ear to ear. So happy uh, that you've had all this success. And thank you for taking the time to uh, share it with my audience today.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. Bye Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.